0: From Guelph, Ontario, this is The Smart Seed, and I am Leanne Shagan. I have to be honest, sometimes I can be rather naive, and my naivete usually is exposed during conversations around and about sex, especially when people throw about slang words and I realize oh I have no idea what they're talking about not only do I not know what they're talking about I also don't really care (laughs) to understand what the slang word actually means this naivete leads into some really funny scenarios when I was in high school I used to love to sing I would just sing during math class and people would just be like what is that noise behind me And I remember this one time I was in gym class and I think I was just sitting on the stage and I was humming along. Some boys were like, oh, Leanne, you're such a great hummer. And I was just like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Having no idea that to be a great hummer meant something else to absolutely every other person in that gym class and the funny thing is that i thought about it and i probably okay well maybe it means that but i never had any inclination to actually go and research and to be like okay what are these people talking about and right before i started recording i was like okay i'm gonna actually read into this and figure out what those boys were talking about 15 years ago (laughs) i wasn't surprised at all and um I don't know. I just, I find it really silly. Anyway, the reason why I decided to bring up my naivete is because this week I decided to talk about the eggplant. It's the beginning of September, and I'm sure that if you stroll through your farmer's market or your local grocery store, you will notice that eggplant is in season right now. And in my 6 plus years in the industry, I have noticed that eggplant is simply not popular. And I just happen to be someone who finds it disheartening when any fruit or vegetable is not appreciated. Except for celery. I don't really care about celery. So once I've landed on a topic, usually the first thing I do is go on Twitter just to see what people are talking about and what the latest news is. Anyway, hashtag eggplant. And to my surprise, the first hundred tweets was about the company Durex and a new condom that they supposedly came out with that was flavored eggplant. And amongst these tweets were also tweets from men and women soliciting for sex so of course once again I was out of the loop now I could do two things I could either ignore the fact that a lot of people were using the image and the word eggplant to describe sexual behavior or I could dig right in and talk about sex and the eggplant because regardless While I'm talking about eggplant, other people might be thinking about getting laid. Therefore, this week's episode is about the sexualization of the eggplant. Alright, so if we really wanted to be accurate, then using a globe eggplant emoji as a metaphor for male genitalia is probably not the most appropriate shape. On the other hand, if you used a Japanese eggplant emoji, which is longer and uniformly thinner, then you'd be on the right track. And if you are already confused and don't know what a globe eggplant is, well, it's large, dark purple, and has a bulbous end to it. There are a few caveats to the eggplant's new role as an anatomy substitute that I should lay out. First, this is primarily a North American iPhone user phenomenon. The tech giant Apple uses a different set of emojis compared to Android phones and it just so happens that Apple's eggplant is better suited as a penis replacement compared to the Android eggplant. Also the reason this is mainly a North American phenomenon is for the same reason why I wanted to talk about the eggplant in the first place because for the most part we don't eat it. The fact that we in North America don't have a cultural connection to the plant has allowed some of us to create our own meaning uninhibited from past experiences. For example, we could use the corn on the cob emoji, however, most of us have actually ate corn on the cob. Chomping down into the cooked kernels and getting little bits of corn stuck between our teeth. That experience could possibly put a damper on the metaphor. I don't know about you, but every time I eat corn on the cob, I'm not necessarily thinking of sexual act, and if I am, then it is definitely a painful one. It's good to note that none of this is new. From the use of the banana in sex ed as a training tool to imagery found in medieval paintings, we have created a tradition of using food as a means to describe sexual behavior. In 1518, a painter by the name of Giovanni de painted garlands of fruits and flowers. In one of his paintings, he painted a squash with eggplant for testicles, penetrating a fig. In Mesopotamia, they used the same words to describe the abundance of a garden as they would to indicate sexual attractiveness. As well, there is a love poem from ancient Sumerian literature, which describes the subject as an apple tree with fruit on the top, vigorously sprouting and then watering some lettuce and watering some more. Basically, there's definitely a lot of watering occurring. The reason behind our sexualization of food is censorship. Whether it be a thousand years ago or today, in certain public forums, we have just never been able to freely discuss and communicate sex, and so we must improvise. If there is actually a penis emoji, then we wouldn't have to use the eggplant, and I could write an article on nightshades instead. Fruits and vegetables also just make sense. They are the produce that nourishes and feeds a desire, hunger. They also hold the seeds for future reproduction. In a sense, we are mimicking human biology into plant biology. Which brings me back to the Durex condom and my naivete. Turns out, Durex also believes that an eggplant-flavored condom would not be so tasty. The condom is in fact not real, but a clever marketing attempt to get the Unicode Consortium to create a safe sex emoji. Although I understand that painters who lived 500 years ago would need to be creative with their fruits and veggies, I don't understand in this day and age why we need to continue to communicate under censorship. When two consenting individuals want to communicate that they would like to have sex through the use of emojis, then they should be able to do that without being forced to get the eggplant involved. Instead, we could use the eggplant emoji after we have mastered an eggplant parmesan, again, void of any sexual innuendo. We can use it after we find out that the eggplant is technically a berry. Or once we find out that we have the British to thank for the name eggplant. Why the egg and eggplant, you ask? Well, I guess the eggplant the British were introduced to was white, tiny, and shaped like an egg. Anyway, so many conversations to look forward to once we finally get a penis emoji and sexual censorship be damned. Thank you to the Blue Dot Sessions from the Free Music Archive for their music contributions. Source material for today's podcast can be found at my website, www.thesmartseed.ca. That's all for now. Stay curious, my friends.